Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Laying the Points with Farley Betts. It is Wednesday, August 31st, which means we are one day away from week one college football. That means we are one day from one week away from the first NFL contest. Bills and Rams, I cannot wait for that game. Guys, gals, football season is here. There is no better time, in my opinion, of the year. We know that fall is coming. A little more darkness, a little more chill in the air. I love it. I love Halloween. My birthday is in October. Let's go. I'm excited. Even more excited because I just got back from my little Vegas vacation, meeting the good people that I collaborate with and partner with, who I call friends. I mean, obviously, at this point, maybe that's not obvious, but they are, they are my friends, and it's a great freaking group. I met the guys from Sports Wagering University. Finally met Kiev, the Oddsbreaker himself. This is the Oddsbreakers podcast channel. I have been with the Oddsbreakers for almost two years at this point, and it was awesome to finally meet Kiev. Uh, met last year's Circa winner, Derbify. What a great guy. Just, you know... You want to be mad at the winner of the circuit contest? Nope, I couldn't do it. <laughs> He's a fantastic dude. Uh, of course, I met him when uh, we all picked up our checks last January. We got to hang out with him a little bit more. I'm his lovely wife. That was a great time. Met Las Vegas Chris, full in his, uh, complete in his Hawaiian shirt and all. You know, he, he's exactly as advertised, you know, sharp, uh, knows what he's doing, confident in his takes. Uh, made us made us all laugh quite a few times. Tells it like it is, too. I love that about LBC. Uh, ran into Adam Burke at VSIN. Ran into some other great guys, too. Sat in at a, a NFL panel that Brian Erlacher was at. That was awesome. Talking about betting and just inside the locker room, some things that you can't hear from anyone else other than an NFL player, an NFL Hall of Famer like him. So it was a great trip to Vegas. I'm back. Honestly, I was exhausted. After that trip, too, because, of course, we partook. I partaked. And uh, that's not a word. Um, but, of course, I was partaking in uh, all kinds of things, you know, drinking beer, popping gummies, eating good food. Really not eating as much good food as I probably should have. That's always the mistake, right? Get a little dehydrated. I mean, it's like all about dehydration, isn't it? Coffee, beer, gummies. Hey, oh, um, but it was a great time. Would have been an even greater time if Hawaii would have won on that Saturday night game. I was pumped for that game. We were poised there at the Circa Sportsbook. This is not necessarily brought to you by Circa, but for God's sake, it, it might as well be. Check out the Circa Sportsbook if you go to Vegas. What an awesome venue they have there. Awesome people. Hung out with Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa, uh, quite a few times there in the pool, down at the Sportsbook. I mean, just uh, a first-class operation. Uh, the best sports book, I mean, really, the most fair lines and the best sports book director, too, and Jeff Benson over there. I mean, I, I can't get over what what they've done. And that was a, such a great idea to build that place up right there on Fremont Street, Old Vegas, get away from the you know commercial bull crap. Um, so just great experience there, Circa. Um, but I'm glad to be home, glad to be back in my routine, and I'm pumped to start this NFL season College football around the corner, too. We went 2-1-1 one, one in college football over the weekend for just slightly plus units. We'll have more plays in that as well. You can check out my plays at the Oddsbreakers 
or shoot me a DM, whatever you want, at Farley Bets. You know where to find me. My name is Chris R. Farley, professional sports better. And you're going to find me all over the place um, in this football season. I'm going to do some work with BetUS on Thursdays. So that's tomorrow, actually, the first show. I believe it's at 1 o'clock EST for everybody. Um, we'll be on the BetUS NBA show again, doing some work for BetStamp. Obviously, the work that we do over there at the 33rd team, I'm really enjoying as their head of betting. Unbelievable content over there, football insider content from actual football players, GMs, managers. So a lot going on, going to be busy. Bear with me, be patient with me, and hit me up if you're interested in those premium picks. Expecting a lot of year. I've never felt more confident. Expecting a lot of wins, I should say. I've never felt more confident about my perspective on the NFL heading into a season. All right, so on this podcast, I'm going to go over quite a few things, uh, but that's just because I'm going over quite a few teams. I'm going over every NFL team, all 32 teams. I'm going to give you my thesis statements on those teams, what I expect from them this season from a betting perspective, then round it up with our betting tips at the very end. This should be a nice, short, sweet podcast, nicely packaged for you to get ready for the NFL season next week. Steve at Bobo Bets returns, crushing it in the soccer game, but he's back in what he knows best, NFL betting. Me and Steve entered two circuit contests this year. He'll be back in the show next week to go over the complete 16 games on the schedule and our takes. Probably going to do that Tuesday night, so look forward to that. But for now, let's get to these 32 NFL teams. Now, these are listed in alphabetical order by city. So if you're wondering the order that this is in. So that has us starting with the Arizona Cardinals. All these win total lines are brought to you by betonline.ag. Cardinals still at eight and a half. The over is juiced. Hey, by the way, I said it on Twitter. Only the Titans, the Rams, and the Vikings do not have mega juice on their totals, win totals over at BetOnline. I mean, Bet Online is seen as one of the sharper offshore books. And those are mega juiced on the over for pretty much every team. You think people like betting the over? You're damn right they do. It's a mistake at this point in the season. I mean, right before the season, now's not the right time. There might be one or two picks that I still like in here for the over, but you lost your value for the most part. Because even if it's at the same number, you're going to pay a lot more juice. Anyway, Arizona Cardinals, eight and a half. The over is juiced. Thesis statement on this team, impending, not so spontaneous combustion. They're without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games. Kyler Murray is damn near on probation for his lack of preparation. And their defensive line has very little depth. I don't think that giving up Chandler Jones was a very good idea. This team is due to combust, in my opinion. I just don't like their outlook. Lean to the under. Atlanta Falcons, four and a half, also juiced over. They're young. They're interesting. But ultimately, I just don't think they have enough talent. Not in a division with the Saints and the Bucks, Panthers, but the Panthers might even have more talent than them. We'll see if Desmond Ritter can do anything. Marcus Mariota is going to be a fighter. So maybe they're a pretty good covering team this year, but I don't know how that defense is going to stop anybody. Lean under. Ravens, win totals at 10. What do you know? The over is juiced. 
they are revamped, healthy, and this is a revenge year for Lamar Jackson. I think this team is poised to compete at the highest levels for top dog in the AFC. For me, it's between them and the Bills. The only question marks are wide receiver consistency. They just have a pretty small group. And there's, you know, they're historically there just has not been very big targets for these Baltimore Ravens quarterbacks. Definitely not for Lamar during his tenure. And of course, the question mark is Lamar's arm consistency. I still lean over on this one. The, again, the value isn't there. I wouldn't take it anymore. But I would lean over because I think this Ravens team is going to mean business this season. They might have the best defensive roster in the NFL. Got a lot of speed on offense, too. Bills, 11 and a half. Speaking of those Bills, juice to the over, of course. Talk about poise. Talk about revenge. Josh Allen and that offense should be special. Defense should also be special. So much talent on this team. So much chemistry. There are no weak points, in my opinion. The only one was that damn punter. And now he's out of there. And we thought he was a strength. Not so much. Really smart idea, in my opinion, for the Bills to get him out of there early, put some time between that whole debacle and the start of the season. This team is poised. They're not going to forget what happened in the divisional playoffs last year. They are my choice to represent the AFC in this year's Super Bowl. No lean on the total because it's about right. Panthers, six and a half, juice to the over. Not a lot of substance on this team. They got some talent on offense, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore. But you know it already. I do not believe in Baker, unathletic, overconfident Baker at all. And don't count week one. He'll probably be better in week one because he's pissed and ultra motivated. Whatever. He might still suck because the Browns defense is pretty damn good. And I don't believe in that offensive line or that defense whatsoever. Lean under. Bears are at six. How are the Bears at six and the Falcons are at four and a half? My thesis statement for this team is I feel bad for Justin Fields. I mean, this is probably the worst roster in all of football. And he'll be running for his life and trying to bring his team back on a constant basis, probably every week. Lean under. Not only are the Bears probably the, the least or the most talent poor roster in the NFL, but they're, they're in an increasingly more difficult division, right? You got the Lions. The Vikings and the Packers. Vikings are going to be better. Lions are better. Packers aren't going anywhere. Yikes. Lean under. Bengals, nine and a half, juice to the over. Doubtful to have a repeat performance. Doubtful. The only elite players, I mean, you can make an argument that the only elite players in this roster are Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Many things bounced their way last season. I'm not saying they're not a tenacious team. I love Joe Burrow. But the AFC North is still better than people give it credit for. And I think the Bengals could end in third place in the North. Sad. Lean under. Not their year. Browns, eight, juice to the over. Not as bad as people think. Still a very complete roster. Very good defensive line. Very good secondary. Very good talent on offense. Still the best running back core in the NFL, in my opinion. Jacoby Prasek can keep this ship going. And, and, uh, Deshaun Watson, when he returns, again, like him or not, doesn't matter. Once he gets warmed up, he will be elite. He was before, and he has a better roster now. Still got to lean under on this team just because of all the controversy and how difficult the AFC is, but eight is probably right. Cowboys, 10. 
thesis statement, mentally flawed. They better figure their shit out soon or they're going to have a very rough start to the season. The opening part of their schedule is hard. The offensive line is officially decimated. Defense, I think, is overrated. Had to help out the Cowboys too much last year at the end of the season. Lean under. Broncos, 10, juice to the over. I think this team has the potential to be really good. Like second place in a loaded AFC West good. I like Russell Wilson to finally get some MVP votes. And just saying, I like this team not in the fake hype way. I like this team for what I'm seeing on the chemistry side. Nathaniel uh, Hackett, everything sounds good for what he's doing for this team. Chemistry is already there. Let's ride. Let's fucking ride. Lean to the over. Isn't that crazy? At 10, I would never take it. But these are lanes. Lions, eight and a half. Juice to the over. Absurd as usual. Um, speaking about absurd, it's kind of absurd what a public show can do for a team, right? I like the Lions too, but I think we're getting ahead of ourselves here. This is a really good team in the future. I love their offensive line and potential on offense, just not sold in their defense at all, and I'm not sold on Jared Goff yet. Jared Goff has looked really good in the preseason, really precise. Is that an indictment of his defense? Maybe. Anyway, defense is kind of a big deal. Quarterback is kind of a big deal. A lot of question marks there, but great character and great chemistry on this team. A future contender. Lean under. Packers, 10, juice to the over. Would anybody be surprised if Aaron Rodgers took yet another big shit on the NFC North and the entire NFC? Would we? I wouldn't. Their run game, defense, all the intangibles are there. Let's see how those wide receivers fare, but I lean over. Texans, four and a half, juice to the over. You know, I should say for the Packers, I don't lean in any direction. I think 10 is right. I can't say lean over. I was saying under on that team, you know, a few weeks ago. So uh, I think it's just about right. But I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep on doing what they're doing. Texans, four and a half, juice to the over. I think this is going to be a very feisty team, especially on defense. Davis Mills, better than advertised. Damian Pierce looks like he has a ton of ton of burst. Could be a really good running back in this league. And Brandon Coates can get it done. And he's still largely a secret. And that defense will play hard behind Levy Smith. Hard. At that uh, panel with Brian Urlacher, he was promising us that. This defense will play hard. Remember, he, he served under Levy Smith with the Bears. So I like the Houston Texans a lot as an against-the-spread team, and I lean over. Four and a half is too low. Especially in the AFC South. Let's talk about the AFC South. The Indianapolis Colts, nine and a half, mega juice to the over. It's a big old TBD for me on Indianapolis. I could go both ways. I mean, Matt Ryan definitely adds some pedigree for this team, but they have no wide receivers. I'm, I'm not excited about Pittman, okay? And Jonathan Taylor, he's the man, but teams know that, and they're going to scheme against it. And Matt Ryan is losing arm strength. That defense might just need to keep carrying this team, and then they, they might crack. So I, I lean under. Jaguars, one word, better. I've been saying it. They'll be better in pretty much every way. Evan Ingram at tight end is better. Christian Kirk, a wide receiver, and their other talent is better. 
Trevor Lawrence is going to be in a much better system, much better system with Doug Peterson. They're young. They're hungry. They're poised to prove that they're formidable. Should be another great ATS team, especially, I mean, week one against against the Commanders. I even kind of like that. On the road. Etienne could be special. They, and they got some skill guys. They're, they're going to be hungry. I like them as an ATS team this year. Better overall. The line is probably right. I can't take an over on the Jaguars. But probably six. Six is about right. So maybe a slight lean to the under. Chiefs, 10 and a half, juiced over. Do not be surprised if they win it all, all over again. Something just feels special about the Chiefs heading into the season. Mahomes is apparently locked in, like more than ever, which is that's a scary thought. And their defense looked great in the preseason. That's a preseason. But if that holds, watch out. Right? They still got Kelsey. They still got Mahomes. They still have a ton of speed on offense. That offensive line is more experienced together, and they were playing well by the end of last season. If that defense plays well with Andy Reid as their coach, the chemistry of this team, the leadership of the team, what Mahomes can do, don't be surprised if they do it all over again. Raiders, eight and a half, juice to the over. Another typical year for the Raiders. That's my thesis statement. Another typical year. I think Josh McDaniels is just that kind of coach. He'll be exciting from time to time. Devontae Adams and Carr will make plays. Their defense is improving, but ultimately, I think they just let down again in a loaded division. I think they're fourth, unfortunately. I would love it if like, they won the AFC West, right? Like in Vegas, that'd be awesome. I don't think it can happen. I lean to the under. Chargers, these gold Chargers go. Ten and a half, juice to the over. This team has their eyes on the prize. Everybody has their eyes on them, and they have a lot to prove this year. Can they get over the DNA of disappointment that has been the Chargers franchise? Can they get over that? We'll see. But with Justin Herbert at the helm and the second year for Brandon Staley, second year, right? Yeah, I think so. They have all the ingredients to get there. Again, that Belichick quote that I love, insert that right here. Belichick said, any team can beat another NFL team. But the great teams never beat themselves. Are the Chargers going to become great and not beat themselves? It's a prove a year. Make it happen. It's all there. It's all there. If not, they might need a new coach. Rams, 10 and a half. This one's not juiced. Minus 115 both ways. I trust Sean McVay probably more than any other coach in the NFL at this point. And if Stafford's elbow isn't an issue... This is going to be another big year of elite play on both sides of the ball for the Rams and another Super Bowl contending year. Lean to the over in a division that I think is a little too hyped. Cardinals and Seahawks. The Dolphins, eight and a half, mega juice to the over. No kidding with all the press they're getting. My thesis statement for them, potential and speed. I just think it's going to take them a little while to get where they want to be. But that is going to be a lightning quick offense. Tua, if he gets comfortable and if he becomes the best version of himself with Mike McDaniels calling the plays and the creativity, could be a special offense. I think they're going to regress a little on defense. Brian Flores did a lot for that team. But in this league, you win with offense. You win with explosive offense first. So potential and speed, we'll see. Lean to the under. 
Lean to the under mostly because I think it's going to be a clunky start to their season. The Vikings, nine and a half, minus 115 both ways. Let it fly, Kirk. Let it fly. This has the potential to be one of the most potent offenses in the NFL. Everything I hear about Kevin O'Connell sounds great. He's given the team freedom, confidence, good vibes, passing, focused. Remains to be seen since the Vikings love to flake in games that they should win. But was that Mike Zimmer? I don't know. I lean over, but this is a very bad line, okay? it's It's gone way up, so do not take it, especially with the DNA that this team has shown. But let it fly, Kirk. This could be the best version we've seen of the Minnesota Vikings, especially on offense in a long time. Patriots, eight and a half, slight over, juiced. This team will either surprise us all and be a true contender, or they'll be absolutely awful. I believe in Mac Jones, but I'm just not sure which which side I feel stronger about. You still have a defensive genius as a coach. We'll see. It could go either way. No lean. Saints, eight and a half, overjuiced. Watch out. That's my thesis statement on the Saints. Watch out. They might have the best defensive roster in the NFL. I know I said that about the Ravens. I think it's between the two of them. And Jameis has exciting weapons. I mean, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave. Hyperspeed and Alvin Kamara, assuming that he doesn't get suspended. A lot of speed on that offense, loaded defense, and they have a defensive coach now. Watch out. Lean over. Giants, seven. Overs juiced. <laughs> Overs juiced on the Giants. That should tell you a lot. My thesis statement on the Giants is they're almost there. They're almost there. I just don't think Daniel Jones is it. But they're starting to really accrued talent on defense. I think Saquon Barkley does have a special year, but that remember, that doesn't matter for the New York Giants winning. He could have 200 yards a game. Doesn't mean the Giants are going to win. Almost there, Giants. Lean under. Jets, five and a half. Over is juiced. The Jets just need solid quarterback play. I really believe that. But that's a huge question mark, right? Joe Flacco, I mean, please. That's silly. And Zach Wilson, right? Uh, has a lot of tools. It's kind of a Brett Favre vibe to him, but uh, makes a lot of mistakes. Needs a lot of growth. If this team had like a above, just slightly above average quarterback in there, I think there's they're a pretty good team. I mean, they are starting to also accumulate a lot of good talent. Elijah Moore could be ready to explode this year. Sauce Gardner looks fantastic, pro ready. They got guys in the offensive and defensive line. Mm. Lean under because of that quarterback. Eagles, nine and a half, mega juice to the over. No kidding. A lot of hype on the Eagles. Thesis here is could be scary. Should be very fun to watch. They have it all where it matters. Offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, secondary, ton of speed on offense. Jalen Hurts, fighter mentality. Lean over, but the value is way gone on this one. This is kind of like the Chargers. The Eagles are the Chargers of the NFC, in my opinion. Are you going to beat yourself? Because that's what's going to be you. That's what's going to hold you back. Steelers, seven and a half, juice to the over. It's stupid to think that this team's not going to have a winning season, in my opinion. I think it's stupid. Because they're one of the only teams that still do things in old school way in a new school league, and it keeps on working. They're going to run the ball down your throat, and they're going to play insane defense 
and the intensity, especially at home, but the intensity from this team is always going to be there. I love how Najee Harris fits into this scheme. I love what I see from Kenny Pickett. Mitch Trubisky can hold the ship of flow too. I believe that. George Pickens looks like a stout, badass wide receiver. And again, a defense that can keep them in games. A defense that can win games for them. I think it's stupid to not think that they can get to eight or nine wins. Please. Niners, nine and a half, juice to the over. All the tools, they have everything again. It's on the quarterback. I expect fireworks from their offense, and their defense is very stout. They're always a Super Bowl contender because of Shanahan's genius and just the pedigree of their talent. The line is right, no lean here, but how good is Trey Lance? I guess they still got Jimmy G if he, in case he isn't. I mean, that to me, that's an indictment of Trey Lance. They even got Jimmy G, right? Mm. Seahawks, five and a half, juice to the over. Second only to the Bears and the worst roster in football, in my opinion. Don't like this team at all. think they're going to be really bad on defense. Geno Smith and Drew Locke, are you kidding me? If Geno Smith was really a starter in this league, we would have seen that seasons ago. We saw him with the Jets. We saw him with the Giants. Nope. It's not going to work. Drew Locke is like Baker Mayfield. He's way too overconfident. Feel bad for the DK Metcalfs of the world. But come on, man. Lean under on the Seahawks team. I'd be shocked if they got to six wins. Bucks, 11 and a half, juice to the over. My thesis statement is I'm a little worried about Tom. Tom looks a little disheveled. And if something's wrong with Tom, this team ain't going anywhere. At the same time, is it stupid as hell for me to worry about Tom Brady? Tom Brady doesn't, doesn't want anyone, doesn't care if anyone's worried about him. He'll probably be fantastic as always at 44 years old. But And I'm also not as concerned by the players that they lost. I mean, their wide receiver trio is sensational. Their defense is very talented. Todd Bowles is still there. And, and listen, I put, I don't do a lot of futures. I got insane value out of futures bet of a Super Bowl between the Bucks and the Bills. I lean under on their win total, actually, because the NFC is just getting better. I think the Saints could probably going to shock them one time, and they have a tough schedule, but Again, would it surprise anybody if this team was right there at the very end? It wouldn't surprise me. Very, very talented. And they have all the leadership and intangible ingredients that you need. I think losing Bruce Arians doesn't matter at all. Not at all. Titans, 9, minus 115. Derrick Henry regression is coming. That's my thesis statement. Derrick Henry regression is coming. Coming off a foot injury, no one's really talking about it. That is not a good thing. Did not look good in the playoffs when he came back from it. And he's really their only true weapon on offense. Tannehill, who relied on A.J. Brown so much in the past. I think Tannehill's a decent quarterback. I don't like this offense. I think I think defenses can scheme against them easily, fill up the box, and they're not going to be able to beat you. And then again, to play contrarian, right? Defense overperforms every year. And last year, guys, girls, they were the number one seed last year in the AFC. Remember that? Number one seed. How? I don't know. Still lean under. <laughs> uh, last but not least, the commanders. I literally wrote, I literally wrote my thesis statement on the commanders is ha, 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 ha. 
a disparate team with disparate parts, if you ask me. Nothing really makes sense about this team to me. I just I just don't like it. Strongly under. All right, we're coming up on 30 minutes on the show here, so a few betting tips before you start the season once again. In case you missed it in the past, remember, at the end of the day, these NFL teams covering these lines, it's about the quarterback and the coach before anything else. How good is the chemistry of the team? How well prepared is the team? How much does the team believe? That's on the coach. The performance, reaching their potential, a lot of that is on the quarterback. It's quarterback and coach at the end of the day more than anyone else. Don't base your shit. Don't base your bets off of, well, Saquon Barkley is going to have a big game or Jonathan Taylor is going to – that does not matter as much, not, not in against the spread betting. Okay, It's about the macro. It's about the intangibles. It's about the team itself and how they function. Quarterback and coach are most important. It's about the macro. Expect variance. Expect the unexpected. This is the NFL. Week one, there's going to be a lot of things that fool us. And last but not least, fade the public. Not in the lines. The books know about the lines, okay? So it's 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 not going to be as built into the lines as you think. Fade the public on the narratives that they're talking about. The narratives that ESPN is talking about, Barstool, Bleacher Report, Fox News, yeah, all this shit, okay? These are big media conglomerates who do not know what they're talking about. Fade the public, fade the rudimentary, fade those hot takes. Stick with what you know. Next week, Bubble Bets comes on laying the points. The NFL season is almost here. The college football season, week one, starts tomorrow. Love y'all. Can't wait to start this season. You can catch me on the BetUS NFL show tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Catch me in a lot of places. Check me out here at the Oddsbreakers. Follow us at the Oddsbreakers. Follow Farley Bets. Until next time, let's get some damn wins.